0: Hey, friends, before we start the show, I want to invite you to check out my brand new free training all about how you can start your own freelance business from home in this completely free one-hour training I am going to share with you exactly how I was able to leave my full-time teaching job and replace my income by freelancing and how you can do the same thing too we're gonna to talk about how you can find skills that you already have and what services you can offer as well as what you need to actually get started today so you can go check out my brand new free training. It's my gift to you at aubreymallech.com forward slash free training. That's aubreymallech.com forward slash free training. And we will link that up in the show notes for you. All right, now let's go ahead and dive on into the show. Hey, hey there, what is up, friend? I'm super excited to be joining you today because today is another live coaching episode where I am chatting with the sweetest person that you could ever possibly meet and you will know exactly what I mean when you hear her talk. I will tell you what, I wanted to start saying y'all after I started talking with her because she is from the South and she is literally precious. I love her to death. Kim Weldon is an amazing client of mine and I'm so excited to dive into this episode with her today where we are really answering the question of, do you have to have all the skills in place in order to start offering a service? Do you need to know all the things there is to know about that particular service in order to start offering it. So we're going to dive into that. I'm going to help Kim get a little bit clearer on which direction she should go. Right now she's offering a lot of general VA services and we really want her to niche down because she has a big goal that she's trying to meet and I know that she will meet this. So I can't wait to see you in today's show in this live coaching episode. Each week, I'll be sharing business strategy, systems, and tactical tips that you can take into your business today so you can finally step into that CEO role you desire. Let's dive on into the show. Now, before we get into some live coaching today, there are two things that I wanna share with you before we dive on into this session. So the first thing is, I want to ask you if you are a member in the Freelancer to CEO podcast community. If you are not, then you need to join because I am making a promise to serve my community members in a really big way for the remainder of 2020. If you join the Facebook group now, you will see that I am showing up for my group in a big way. I'm talking extra trainings, Q and A's, maybe even some business audits because who knows, I do what I want over there. So head on over to aubreymalek.com forward slash community to join. We have three quick questions and we always approve our group members within 24 hours. So head over there so you don't miss on any of that super fun and extra training bonuses. Now, the second thing is if you are sitting in a space where you're unsure of what direction you want your business to go in, maybe you're like Kim in this episode and you're offering all the services to all the people and you can't really figure out what is your thing, what is your main service that you are going to offer, or maybe you just don't know how to get in front of your ideal clients. You've got the service, but you need the clients or maybe your business is a hot mess express and you need some serious systems work. Well, sister friend, I got you, okay? I got you, boo-boo. Hey there, this is the first time we're meeting. I'm Aubrey Malik, and I help overwhelmed freelancers just like you create a simple, streamlined business that doesn't make you wanna pull your hair out and have it where you can become extremely successful in your business. And I believe that I am extremely affordable. If you have been thinking about getting on the schedule with me, I would highly suggest doing it now, doing it sooner rather than later because spots are going fast. And I want nothing more than to be able to help you and get you the results. That you want as we close out this year strong. So if you've been thinking about a coaching session with me or a coaching package, just email us at hello at aubreymalik.com and we'll talk about pricing and packages and we'll figure out which one will be the best for you. All right, let's dig into this episode with Kim. Super excited. I'm recording right now. So we have this. So obviously you can refer back to this and then, you know, use it like for your replay. And I was looking over, over your notes, um, like as far as what you really wanted to accomplish, but I wanted to kind of give you a minute to just like, tell me a little bit about like where you are in your business and what you really want to focus on and how I
1: can help you during this call. I'm a full-time special education teacher. And, um, after 10 years, I'm just burnt out. And I feel like a slave to the public ed system kind of, you know, I know that's strong wording, but it's the truth. Like they run and rule my life and, um, you know, there's so much pressure and stuff put on us that takes the joy out of teaching. Anyway, so long story short, I, um, was finishing a master's degree. I finally finished it in May. And so I just dove right into the program, like hardcore and try, was trying to get clients I got my first client in June and my second client in July and my, I have one like project-based client. Um, And then I do a blog a month for this teacher who has her own TPT store. So um, I don't really have a a niche, 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 (laughs) however you say that. Um, Right now it's just like general VA services but my goal, I would love it if I could replace my teaching income by May and not go back next year. And I really haven't even vocalized that to many people because where I'm from, like, um, I'm from a small town in southwest Georgia. It has three stoplights. Like, they don't even know what virtual assisting is. It's very taboo. Online work, period, is very taboo. And so, but I'm just, I just don't... Um, I just want to be at home with my kids. I want to be able to homeschool my daughter who also has special needs. And I feel like she comes last in this shuffle. Like my students come first a lot of the time. And I'm just kind of over that. I want to be able to be my own boss. So um, that's my goal. And the income that I'm bringing in right now, I don't see how that's going to happen. I will think. Well, we still have plenty of, 100 clients.
0: (laughs) We still, no, no, no. We still have plenty of time, number one. Um, Number two, I just wanted to like, like our stories are very, very similar. So um, like, you know, I was was a teacher and um, my son is speech delayed. So that was like a big reason why we really wanted to push for this as well because, you know, it was a hard thing where it was like, Of course, it's the teacher's child who's speech delayed and feeling all those feelings of just guilt and what could I have done differently and everything like that, um, and there's just nothing like being the one that's there to take care of your kids. So I totally can relate to you and how you're feeling. And there's still plenty of time to do that. And I think like you're you're just getting your feet wet and you're kind of experiencing things. And, and the fact that you've already gained these two clients shows that's awesome. Like you're already well on your way. So now I think we can just start to move in a direction where the services that you offer to your clients are those packages, um, those bigger packages that you can really, you don't have to have on a hundred clients to do that. Um, I think at my point when I was just solely doing client work and um, it was replacing my teacher income, I think I had at max, maybe seven clients, but you know, like that was still like, they were still at that point too, when I made that shift is when I said, I don't want to have all these clients where I feel like I'm being pulled in all these different directions. I want to be able to give the most attention to my current clients and really give them focused attention. So that's a good like selling feature for you to be able to say that, you know, I don't want to, I want to be able to devote time and attention to you that you deserve to this client And, um, so we can work on that. So let's talk about, I know you said general VA, and then you said the Mm -hmm. blog, you you do the blog for the one teacher. Do you like doing that?
1: I do just because it's in my like, my knowledge base, you mm-hmm. know, it's, um. I think, I've only done one so far, but on a monthly basis, I'll do whatever topic she sends me, so the first one last month was just tips and tricks to re- returning to school in the middle of pandemic, <laughs> so <laughs> I, I wrote, it was, it was really short, it was like a 500-word blog, and I sent it to her, and that was pretty fun, but I don't know if, like, blogging per se would be, I don't want to write all day. You know, mm-hmm. uh, I think that would take the fun and the, the passion out of it. I don't see myself like writing a blog about neuroscience, <laughs> right? <laughs> but if it's like something that I know and I feel passionate about, which is education. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I enjoyed it. And the, the woman that I write the blog for, she's the nicest. So, and she's also a SPED teacher. So that, that kind of helps too. Okay. SPED talk. <laughs>
0: Right. So I was in a very similar place that you were in. Like I enjoyed writing, but like you said, like if it was something I was passionate about. So I don't know if you know this about me, but that was like when I really narrowed in on this is my service that I'm going to offer and I'm going to charge a premium price for this because I do it. It was blog management. So what I did was I... I took on like the entire project of the blog. So some people, they might say like, oh, I wanna make sure that I'm getting so many posts out a month. So what I did is I, and it depended on the client. So like sometimes the client would say like, oh, I really wanna push this out this month and I would write the post. Um, And I was working with teachers too. So right along that same line, but I handled all of the writing the uploading, the formatting, getting the images, like getting all the SEO, everything, like all as a bundled thing. So, literally, all they had to do was review the post just to make sure. And then I could publish it and off, like it was, it was like nothing that they had to think about. And so, when you're able to do that for a client and you're able to say, I can take this whole entire thing off your plate and you really don't have to do much of anything, and you can make sure that you are having like content consistently posted. That's going to drive traffic to your, if it's with teachers, to your TPT store, you know, from, from your Pinterest, to your blog, all those things. That is a really nice selling feature to be able to present it. So that's just something to keep in mind if that's like a route you want to take. And there are, there are plenty teachers who, it's just one of those things where they, it's one of those things they know they have to do it but it falls down the list because they're much more focused. Like if they have a TPT store, they're much more focused on putting out like products because that is directly related to bringing money through the door for them. But are all, there's all these other moving mm-hmm. pieces that goes into having, you know, having a business online as a teacherpreneur. So that's something to keep in mind. If you could, how would you feel if you could do it for teachers? Like if that was something that you narrowed in on for teachers like could you see yourself
1: doing that could um seo i don't, don't know a lot about i'm still learning so i probably would feel better if i took i don't want to like get coursed down as they say but i definitely would have to be more well versed with seo my bad seo right. <laughs> um and because i know that has a lot to do with it but yeah i could i didn't even know that was a thing mm-hmm so, yeah and um no, I didn't I didn't know I just figured I knew that about ghostwriting and stuff but I didn't know that block management per se was a thing that's the way
0: too of like the selling features I'm coming in and like when you're writing it for someone like that takes like a small chunk too but if you can come in and say I can take this whole entire thing off your plate and you don't even have to worry about it stress about it then that's more of like wow this is something that could really benefit me and something I don't even have to think about anymore like She's going to take care of this for me. So just something to keep in the back of your mind, because that is more of like a premium service. And as you get like good at it, as you get good at your writing and like uploading, obviously it's not going to take you as much time as it does in the beginning. And then you're able to increase your rates because, you know, you, it's all nice packaged up with a bow on it and you can just, You know, it makes it so much easier for your clients. So, what are the other, um, as far as like any other like general VA stuff that you're doing, is there anything that you do that you like really, really like and enjoy that you could see yourself doing for a while?
1: Well, I'm learning how to do podcast pitching. Mm -hmm. And so, like, podcasts are still not that big of a thing where I'm at. I mean, some people listen, some people don't. Um, But I've enjoyed. I enjoy like researching the client and pitching to them kind of in their language. Mm-hmm. Um, if that makes sense. And my client, um, she's really trained is training me how to do that. And that's, that's been kind of neat. Um, mm-hmm. I really, I sound so like, <laughs> like an alien, but I really didn't know anything uh, about how to do that. So I've been enjoying just learning about all the different kind of podcasts um, because my, one both of my clients are OBMs, so they have podcast pitching clients. Mm-hmm. And then what I do is as their VA is I go in and I write up the pitches and then they review them, edit them, and send them. So that's been kind of cool. And then my mm-hmm. other client, she likes me to create pins for blogs. So I've been enjoying that too The design, in Canva. Mm-hmm. Just taking the blog, reading it. And then she made a comment last night Your pins are getting better and better and i'm like because i'm getting more practice right (laughs) but yeah that's cool
0: okay so two different routes that you could definitely take with that so the the goal of what like i want to try to help you do is shift away from just being that va that just does like little things here and there and really saying like here's what i bring to the table as far as this package and having it be like all inclusive. So, if you really like the podcast pitching, then if you wanted to get into like podcast management, which you there's tons of podcasters out there that would not only need like the editing and the show notes. Um, some pe- like some people upload it to their blog. So, like again, like that another like another piece of that, and then like having the pitching because that is something that's huge. I know like speaking for myself, like I've had a couple people who like have written the pitches for me and I've had to send them. And honestly, like it's just another thing that like I have plenty of pitches for podcasts like in my Google Docs docs that like VAs have written for me and like not having someone who Mm -hmm. like does the research like you were saying, types up the pitch and then sends Mm -hmm. it off and like handles the correspondence of that. Like that to me would be so like so valuable to have someone who has a podcast to have that as a service that you offer. So that's one way that you could go if you really enjoy that or the other piece. So these are like what you're doing right now, I feel like are very like they're like the tip of the iceberg. And we want to like have you have something that is a really like powerful service that you can go to business owners and say like, here's what I do. And like, not that you want to have all this work, but if you can take a huge chunk of something off someone's plate, they're going to like see the value in what you Mm -hmm. offer and they're going to want you to keep coming back for more. So that's one route with the podcast Mm -hmm. editing, show notes, pitching that whole entire service, like being a podcast manager. Or if you like the Pinterest Mm -hmm. aspect, you could do Pinterest management too. And that could be going in for businesses and scheduling Mm -hmm. out their you know, not only creating the pins, but scheduling out their pins in Tailwind or whatever, you know, Tailwind's the main one that they use, writing like the pin descriptions Mm -hmm. for them. So do either of those sound appealing to you as like maybe a direction you might want to pursue further?
1: I've actually thought about both of those. It would just be something that I would again have to, I feel like I need to be a little bit more trained on. I know that like there was a Pinterest management course that was, I think it's Brianna Dean's mm-hmm. or Brittany mm-hmm. Dixon's that, yeah, there was a Pinterest management course that I was really interested in taking, but I'm just trying to obviously save those funds for that. But mm-hmm. um, I have scheduled in Tailwind before just the pin descriptions or I would want to research how to do that well, but yeah, the, both of those things, podcast management and Pinterest management, I know that that is a really, um, popular niche and needed, well needed. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. So for sure. Just learning those things, confident about it. I'm not there yet.
0: (laughs) Well, here's what Um, I want to tell you too. I definitely think that there's a time and a place for a course, but I don't want you to get hung up on. I need a course in order to be able to offer this because I will tell you everything that I have learned how to do for my clients past and present that I've learned how to do for my business, I've just been really resourceful. All the blog stuff, what it took was a client just hiring me on and me saying like, I've toyed around with this, this, and this. I don't know everything, but I will tell you that I'm willing to figure it out. Is there anything that you can think you could find on YouTube, Google, whatever. So I just don't want that to hold you back from saying I can start offering this service. Because sometimes I think we, we feel like we need the course to do it and that's just another form of procrastination. And it's just another form of saying like, well, I'll, I'll do that when I feel ready. And sometimes what we find is that we never feel fully ready. And my best, anything that I've done comes from action. And I think that you can relate to that as a teacher because in college, like they, they could have taught me anything. I could have read a million, a million books when I got into a classroom, nothing prepared me for that. Mm-hmm. And it was just that consistent every day, <laughs> oh, just so having, cool. having to go in there and do it and solve those problems and put out those fires when they are like arose. And every day there was something new and it was like, well, I don't know how to handle this, but you somehow you learn how to do it. So I think that's what makes teachers like really, they translate so well to the online business space because we have that mentality of, I might not know how to do this, but I can figure it out because that's. Pretty much what my job is every single day it is like a new problem arises, and I figure out how to solve that problem.
1: Multiple problems, yes. <laughs> <But> yeah, yeah <laughs> you're absolutely right. And both of my clients who are, are precious, but um they're like, him, you're great. You need to like yourself because <laughs> you're being ridiculous with the lack of confidence. But I just have a, I have a fear of failure. So I just don't want to like get a client and say, yeah, I'm not sure how to do that, but I can figure out and then not figure it out. Cause that, that would be my nightmare. You, I would would, be like posting in the group, help.
0: That, that can very well happen. And that's happened to me before I've, you know, I've worked with clients and they bring me on or they ask me to do something and I'm like, shoot, I don't, I don't know how to do this, but I, I can see it in you that it's not an option for you to like not figure something out. So that's more of just like a, a, that's a mental thing. That's a mental thing for you. Like, I think you would think that and like worry about that. But when it came down to it, if a client asked you like, hey, can you figure this out for me? You would do it. You would figure it out. A lot of people think like confidence is something that like you're just, like naturally born with and you have it. And it's not the case at all. Like oh, confidence nice. comes from taking nice. those steps. Yeah. Just like taking a step forward. And like, I'm sure like your first discovery call that you got on, you were probably so nervous. And then after it, you were like, Hey, that wasn't so bad. And then your next one, you felt like a little bit more confident because you had yeah. done that, that first one. Mm-hmm. And then the next one you get on, you're like, Hey, I've got this. Like I can totally do that. So it's just the same thing with the services that we want to offer It's just kind of getting in there and taking that messy action and figuring it out and giving yourself that grace of saying like, I might not know how to do everything, but I can figure it out and I'm going to figure it out. There, there isn't another option for me. And the same thing goes for you, like reaching that goal. I know I could already hear that, like hesitation in your voice. Like, I don't know if this is going to be possible, but if you set your mind to it and you just say that there's no other option, like this is what is going to happen. I can see it in you that you definitely can do it. Mm -hmm. So I think what, what, you. what you really need, you're welcome. Yes. I think, I think what, what really the next like step would be is doing a little bit of like re- research, maybe, you know, getting in some different, po- even listening to podcasts. Like, you know, there's there's a couple of podcasts on Pinterest management and podcast management and really seeing like what, what do you feel pulled to, called to, because I think as far as packages goes, those would be pretty comparable. The one thing I really like with podcasts In particular is most podcasters if they have a consistent podcast like I'm thinking about myself like every week a new podcast episode is coming out for me so with Pinterest like some people they might I mean Pinterest for me is not high on my list just not yet because I I'm just trying to as far as like streamlining my processes and keeping things simple for me It's just not high on my list, but my podcast is because that is right now. That's like the top of funnel. That's how people find me and come into my business. So a a new episode for me is going out every week. So that is definitely something that, you know, if you come in and say like, I've, you know, you've got four podcast episodes a month and this is what for one podcast episode for me to, you know, take your raw files, to edit it, to export it to upload it to your hosting site. Like there's a lot of different moving pieces in there, but, um, it's not nothing overly complicated. Something I taught myself how to do when I launched my podcast was editing it all on my own. So it's just something that you have to get in there and play around with. And once you get the hang of it, it becomes second nature.
1: Okay. I can definitely do that research. Yeah. So I I
0: think it's kind of for you right now is really the things that I would definitely do if you haven't done this already is reach out to the clients that you do have and get testimonials from them and just kind of say, I, you know, I know we've only been working together for a short period of time, but I'm trying to bring in more clients into my business. I have a goal that I'm trying to meet. Um, Would you mind writing up a short little testimonial that I can use in my portfolio. So that when I bring new clients in, I just have that to kind of beef up your portfolio and let people know like, Hey, this is the work that I've done. And then like, particularly as you Mm -hmm. start to like really narrow down on what service you really want to offer and what you want to like, say like, this is the service that I'm offering. Because my whole philosophy behind that is when you're trying to do like all the VA stuff, you end up like one day you're trying to do this. And the next day you're trying to do that. And it's sometimes it's hard to like, shift that focus and then like to streamline the yeah. process you know you're doing like one day you're designing which could take you a little bit longer than the next day you're writing and so you know like having a more of a streamlined process for like one service and that way when you bring the clients in your you can mm-hmm. you know have your whole setup of here's what I'm going to need from you like if it was podcast I will need your raw file for your podcast on this date prior to the release of the episode you can plop it right into this shared Google drive. And then, you know, like all just all these moving pieces, but you can have, once you have a process and once you like can work that client through that, it becomes so streamlined and the client Mm -hmm. will be like, Oh my gosh, this is so easy. Like I don't have, you know, this is something that used to drown me. And I used to think, Oh my gosh, like this is the last thing I want to do. And now Kim has come into my business. And because it's so like simplified and streamlined, I don't even have to think about it. I know that my one task is to get this uploaded here at this time and Kim handles the rest and it creates that referral system because then anyone else that they know, they'll say, Kim helped me with this. And it was so great. Okay.
1: Well, thank okay. you. Yeah. I'll definitely I'll try to see if someone will let me do an edit for a testimonial because <laughs> I don't even know where to begin with that, but I, I know how to figure it out. <laughs> it's exactly. <called> YouTube. <laughs> yeah. 1,000%. <laughs> yeah, it's like my number one, number one jam. <laughs> right. And once that's the thing too, and, and
0: that's why it's important to start to think about narrowing down on one service because then you don't have to constantly do this again. Like you take the time up front to figure out like what do I have to do to, you know, get whatever service up and running. And then you're not having to constantly do that over and over again. Like every time someone says, hey, can you do that? You're not having to say like, oh yeah, I could figure out how to do that. And then that whole process starts again of, doing the research and figuring out how to all, you know, all the moving pieces when you start saying, Mm -hmm. narrowing down and saying, okay, this is the service that I offer and I'm really good at it. Then you charge that premium price Mm -hmm. for it. And then you're not having to do that constant. Well, let me figure it out. Let me figure it out. Let me figure, you know what I mean? Yes, man. Yeah, definitely. Um, As we start to like wrap this up, are there any other like questions that you had anything else you
1: wanted to talk about today? Anything that I can answer for you? I don't think so. I'm just, I, I'm just really thankful. Um, this has given me a more definite direction. So I've got some things to do, um, yeah. but I'm thankful. And hopefully, you know, just a couple months from now, I'll be able, like, I'm trying to like timeline myself. <laughs> I'll be able to like get back with you and be like, Hey, <laughs> here's my services and yeah. stuff. So I mean, yeah. And just,
0: and start like, yeah. just, well, like I said, you. start, You're welcome. Start, start messy and don't feel like you have to have all the pieces together to start doing this. Like if you feel really pulled, like after we get off this call and you start to think, okay, like what, what would I really like want to bring to my clients as a service? If you start feeling pulled to something, then, then start going after it and don't be afraid to say, Hey, you know, like, can I try this out? If you really feel, Pulled to podcast editing, I'd be more than happy to have you do, do an editing for me. If you want to kind of get your like feet wet with that and want to try that out, I'd be more than happy to have you to do that and give you a testimonial so you can start using that with your, with your clients. So if that's something you're interested in, let me
1: know. And yeah, absolutely. Okay. Thank you. Thank you so much, Aubrey. This is you awesome. are, you I'm are sorry. so welcome. I'm like so tired from the work day that I'm not as bubbly as I would be. Like, I literally got home 10 minutes before. <laughs> so. Oh, my goodness. No, you were fine. But, um, I'm so appreciative. I promise. Um, I'm just very thankful for this. So, I, I thank you and I wish you the best in your business, too. And you'll probably be hearing from me. If you are so welcome. And mm-hmm. that, that just warms. it warms my heart and that those kind of comments
0: and I'm sure you feel the same way when you get those comments from your clients too about like how you're helpful to them like that's what keeps you going and keeps you doing what you're doing and I know you're I know you're gonna see success I can already see that determination and drive in you so I'm excited to to watch you as you continue to do this
1: thank you thank you so much you're
0: so welcome